It's your day in tech history, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Carbonite, where you can get a 15-day free trial by going over to geekazine.com forward slash carbon free. Jeffrey Powers here. I welcome you to the Day in Tech History, a full rundown of technology history seven days a week. Subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, or download right from dayintechhistory.com. Now let's find out what happened on this day, your day in tech history. January 30th, and today marks a very special day for the Day in Tech History. This is the 2000th episode of the daily version of the Day in Tech History podcast. Really quick, Day in Tech History started as the Week in Tech History back in uh, 2008. I switched it over to a daily format on August 10th of 2009 and have been uh, doing the show every single day ever since. Today's the 2000th episode, so uh, uh, let's get into the 2000th episode of the Day in Tech History. 1952. Two new Mersine prime numbers, M521 and M607, were discovered by researchers using the standard's Western Automatic Computer to run a program that was written by Raphael Robinson for the first time. 1957, the first external artificial pacemaker with an internal heart electrode was put to use. 1974, Atari begins using innovative leisure as the company's slogan. They would later apply for a trademark to the term and be granted in February in 1977. 1979, the IBM Data Processing Division introduced two new processors, the 4331 and 4341, for intermediately sized computers. 1982, originally a simple practical joke, Richard Screnta writes 400 lines of code and disguised it as an Apple boot program called Elk Cloner. The first boot sector virus was then born as it was attached to DOS 3.3 and infected floppy disks. 1993, Rusty and Eddie's BBS of Ohio was raided by the FBI for allegedly distributing copyrighted software programs. And in 1997, Samsung Electronics of South Korea announced that it would acquire the remaining 51% of the personal computer manufacturer, AST, for $162 million. And Yahoo launched Yahoo Singapore. Now this word from our friends over at Carbonite who want to help you pursue your passion. January is a month to reflect on what you did the previous year and also plan what you're going to do in the next. One thing you might want to put on that resolution list is to back up your data, and Carbonite is here to help with that. Founded in 2005, Carbonite backs up over 300 billion files to their secure servers, from photos of your newborn to important videos of the family and friends, not to mention those years of scanned documents you've been spending days digitizing. All of it gets stored in their secure cloud, so you're protected from fire, theft, and other acts, but also able to pull it down on your iPad to show those cute pictures to friends and family. Your data is secure and encrypted, and if you're a small business in the healthcare market, Carbonite can help since they are also HIPAA compliant. It's your life backed up for $59.95 a year, a small investment in important files. For more information, you got to check out geekazine.com forward slash carbon free. That's geekazine.com forward slash carbon free. Back up now, back up often, back up offsite with Carbonite. Now let's get back into your day in tech history. 
In 2000, an unprecedented number of advertisements for Internet companies aired during Super Bowl 34. Some of the advertisements cost as much as $3 million for a 30-second spot. 2001, Amazon announces its intentions to cut up to 1,300 jobs, or about 15% of the workforce, in hope for turning a profit by the end of the year. Also in 2001, Intel introduced the low-voltage 500 MHz mobile Pentium 3 processor with a 120 kilobit level 2 cache, 100 MHz front-side bus for $208. Perleden and the Crux Linux community released version 0.5.1 of the Crux operating system, and Yahoo released Yahoo Groups. 2002, AMD released the 1.1 and 1.2 GHz Duron processors, starting at $130. Sega officially announced that the Dreamcast video game system would be discontinued, and the top-level domain.coop opens for registration. 2004, Gateway Computers acquires eMachines. 2006, Microsoft releases a mandatory update for Xbox Live on the Xbox 360. They claim the update contained bug fixes and improvements. However, Larry Major Nelson Hybe, uh, Xbox Live Director of Programming, admits the true purpose uh, was to halt the progress of the modding community. Also in 2006, the SeaMonkey Council released version 1.0 of SeaMonkey cross-platform internet suite. 2007, Apple released the iPod Shuffle in a variety of colors. Microsoft released Office 2007 to the general public. And Microsoft also uh, released Microsoft Vista to the general public. It was available in several editions, including Starter, Home Basic, Home Premium, Business Enterprise, Ultimate, Home Basic N, and Business N. 2008, Dell restructures by closing its 140 kiosk stores in malls across America. And Representative Mary Bono Mack said Congress shouldn't get in the way of Internet service providers that want to detect illegal sharing of copyrighted material. Verizon stepped in and said, hey, we're not cops. And the RIAA President Kerry Sherman rebuts with the comment that government should not get involved in copyright policy. 2009, Yahoo closes its online storage service called Briefcase. Citrix announced that it would lay off 10% of their staff. And in a test of a security awareness, the Department of Justice sends out an email to federal employees trying to get sensitive financial information out of them. 2012, Yahoo closes its mobile sites Yahoo Meme, MIM, M-I-M, and Yahoo Deals. 2013, Research in Motion announced that they would be officially changing their name to BlackBerry to try to revitalize the company. They also unveiled the OS X, which would be available in March, and they announced the Z10 touchscreen device and the Q10 QWERTY keyboard model device. Both would be available in April for $199 with contract. And in 2014, hackers hit Yahoo Mail. Yahoo's defense system kicked in and reset everybody's password. And that's your day in tech history. My name is Jeffrey Powers, www.dayintechhistory.com. 
All the show notes are over at wikazine.com, Geekazine's wiki. And, of course, you can like the Facebook page and follow Twitter at Day in Tech Hits. Until tomorrow, take care. Day in Tech History is copyright 2015, JMP Enterprise, and geekazine.com.